Well, hello, beloved listeners. This is Dr. Rob, and you're listening to The House Called Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. It's 2 a.m., and you wake up with chest pain. What should you do? Maybe it's just gas. Maybe it's a heart attack. How do you know what to do? Heart attacks kill more people in the U.S. than any other single disease. And the main symptom that people have from a heart attack is chest pain. But the term chest pain is actually misleading. Heart pain is not always described as being painful, and it's not always in the chest. For that reason, I personally, surprise, surprise, like the Latin term angina pectoris. Some people say angina, but it's really angina, which means sensation in the chest. Now, this isn't just about picky vocabulary stuff. People die because what they're feeling isn't actually chest pain, so they stay at home when they have a heart attack. That's not good. I don't recommend staying at home with a heart attack. Over the next few weeks, I'm going to be covering heart-related subjects because it's National Heart Awareness Month by the American Heart Association. Today, I'm going to focus on the symptom that actually brings people into my office, chest pain. And then over the next few weeks, I'll cover the treatment and the cause of heart disease. So, how can you tell when you should worry about your chest pain, or angina symptoms. There are two main factors that help me decide when to worry and when I can safely rule out heart disease, the actual symptom and the risk of the person having those symptoms. The typical symptoms for angina are a chest tightness or squeezing or heaviness. People describe the feeling as a weight on their chest or a band being tightened around their chest. The pain is usually located on the left side of the chest, above the bottom of the rib cage, but it's actually often hard to describe exactly where it hurts. The second typical symptom is shortness of breath. Third, you can get sweating, nausea, and an anxious feeling. And finally, it can radiate to the neck, jaw, or the left arm. Now, those are the typical symptoms. And the presence of all of the above certainly is a cause for worry. But many people have other atypical symptoms that are still the cause for concern. First is when the pain isn't on the left side. Sometimes the pain is not on the left side, but at the right, or the center, or at the top of the abdomen. Second is the absence of pain. Some people don't have pain at all. Instead, they just have shortness of breath. One study actually showed nearly one-third of people having a heart attack don't have any pain. And third is a sharper pain. Some experience a sharper pain or a feeling of indigestion. One time, I actually had one person describe his symptoms as a cold feeling in his chest whenever he breathed deeply. It was actually the pattern of the pain that tipped me off to the fact that this was actually his heart. Now, aside from what the chest pain feels like, you should also pay attention to how long it lasts or the pattern. Chest pain related to a heart attack usually comes on over several minutes, not suddenly. Severe pain that comes on suddenly may be something else really serious, but it's not consistent with angina from the heart. Heart chest pain almost always lasts at least five minutes and doesn't go continuously more than 20 or at the very most 30 minutes. Finally, pain that comes on from rest or exertional pain and doesn't go away with rest is a more serious and more indicative pain of heart disease. Now, I'm not saying that pain that comes and goes isn't worrisome. It's just not consistent with a heart attack. Pain that comes on after exercise but consistently goes away with rest 
may represent a narrowing of the blood vessels that supply the blood to the heart. That could lead to a heart attack, but it isn't an emergency unless it doesn't go away after five minutes of rest. The other major things to consider when determining whether or not your chest pain is heart-related and an emergency are the risk factors. It's a big difference when a 20-year-old woman comes in with chest pain than when a 50-year-old male diabetic smoker comes in. The risk factors for heart attack include age, risk for heart attacks begins to rise for men at around age 40 and women at age 50. It can still happen below that age, but it's a lot less likely. Sex, men are at higher risk than women, although the disease still kills a huge number of women each year. Genetics, if a member of your family has had a coronary heart attack or coronary artery disease, your risk is substantially higher. That risk is especially high if that family member is a man under 50 or a woman under 60. And then there's smoking. People often think of smoking as a danger to the lungs, which it is. But the bigger risk of death from smoking is from heart attacks. I recommend to my patients who smoke that they quit and take up something much safer like tightrope walking, javelin catching, or training pit bulls. People with hypertension and diabetes are also at significantly increased risk of having heart attacks. The final risk factor that I'm going to mention is high cholesterol. Now, this is a very complicated subject, so please listen to my podcast on cholesterol to get an accurate picture of how to interpret your cholesterol results. The more of these risk factors there are, the more serious you should take the pain. I'll take a high-risk person with atypical symptoms far more seriously than a low-risk person with classic chest pain. Well, the good news is there are some symptoms that do reassure me that the chest pain isn't related to the heart. The first is if the pain is sharp and brief. People say, my chest hurts. Well, what does it hurt like? Well, it just stabs every once in a while. Stabbing pain that lasts a few seconds is not from the heart. Don't worry about it. I can say that safely. Then there's pain that persists for hours and hours. Heart chest pain will either go away after 20 or 30 minutes or you'll have a heart attack and then the pain will go away after 20 or 30 minutes and you might go away after 20 or 30 minutes. So pain that lasts all day long or pain that lasts for hours and hours is generally not your heart unless it comes and goes over that period of time. Now, pain that gets worse with movement, let's say you bend over and it hurts or when you press in a certain area of the chest, that's usually not heart chest pain either. That's from the muscles or bones in your chest and not the heart. And finally, if you can pinpoint where it hurts with a single finger and say it hurts right here, then it's not your heart. Heart chest pain, again, is much more vague or generalized as far as its location is concerned. I hope these tips help you. Learn the symptoms of heart pain and know your risk factors. If you have worrisome-sounding pain, get it checked out. If you're at high risk and have symptoms that are consistent with heart pain, get it checked out. If you're at high risk and have classic symptoms, then get to the emergency room immediately, even if you have to call an ambulance. Remember, it's always okay to get things checked out. It's far better to be seen for symptoms that are not serious than to stay at home with symptoms. And if you aren't subscribing to my podcast on iTunes, you really should. Really, really shouldn't you? You should actually feel guilty. Subscribing makes you get this fine podcast delivered free every week. You can't beat that. If you have questions you want me to answer, send them to housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com 
or call area code 206-337-5895. You can find me on Twitter as the House Call Doc, and you can visit my page on Facebook, the House Call Doctor page. Don't forget, I have a blog, Musings of a Distractible Mind, which you can find at distractible.org. And finally, people liked the way I read the disclaimer at the end last week, so I'm going to read this one with heart. Let me remind you that this podcast is for informational purposes only. My goal is to add to your medical knowledge and translate some of the weird medical stuff you hear so that when you do go to your doctor, your visits will be more fruitful. I don't intend to replace your doctor. He or she is the one you should always consult about your own medical condition. Catch you next time. Stay healthy. Stay healthy.